following episode is brought to you by Cabarrus Brewing Company. CabarrusBrewing.com, 329 McGill Avenue in Concord, North Carolina. Stop by. It's your beer from here. The best craft beer in Concord. Check them out. 329 McGill Avenue, Concord, North Carolina. This episode is also brought to you by Threadforge Apparel Company. Find them on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Threadforge. They make the Tuesday special shirts. They make a bunch of my friends' shirts. They are the best, most professional place I've ever worked with. Check them out, facebook.com backslash Threadforge. Now let's get on with the episode. Everything you said, they already knew, more or less. Well, here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. Welcome to another episode of the Tuesday Special Podcast. Missed you last week, or did you miss me? One or the other is true. Maybe not both. But my, if you never catch this episode before, if you never caught this episode before, my name is Patrick Price. I'm the host of the Tuesday Special Podcast. Uh, it's a good mix of um, me talking and then me interviewing my friends and professional counterparts. But today is going to be a short one. Today is going to be about a 15-minute uh, just giving everyone an update. Uh, before I jump into it, if you would like to support the show, uh, you are more than welcome to go back on YouTube and iTunes and Stitcher Radio and check out the nine episodes before this one. Got some amazing interviews, some amazing guests. Uh, I think uh, either last episode or the episode before last, I did a motivational one about be yourself, believe in, believe in yourself. I really appreciated that one and got a lot of good feedback from it. But... Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to release the episode last week. My first episode missed. It took me uh, 10 weeks to miss the episode, but for good reason, and that's what I was going to touch base on. Um, the baby is finally here. Last weekend, Garrison made his appearance, and uh, it was crazy. Um, my friend, All of my friends have kids. Uh, all of my uh, coworkers have kids, and all of them told me, like, warn me, whenever this baby is born, it's going to change your life. Uh, priorities become different. Uh, the Your outlook on life become different, and that baby is your number one priority. And I kept saying, nah, I mean, I believe you, but I think I'll, I think I'll stay the same. I think I'm good. I think I, uh, I'll be me still. I think I'll be Patrick, the guy that... Uh, has has uh, kind of an acquired eight-year-old, Cyrus, that's my girlfriend's son that I've kind of taken under my wing. I bet he's not my son. I mean, he's 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 my partner, my partner in crime. He's my best friend. Um, so that, that was kind of the first step of childhood, or not childhood, fatherhood, that I stepped into. But yeah, I'm here to tell everyone that you were right. And it was an, an incredible experience. It was... Um, something I'm going to try to get through this podcast without tearing up like I'm about to now, because it's a very motivational thing, a very emotional thing. Um, and, uh, my friends that know me know that I was, I was content with never having a child. I was content with, uh, just being me. I do a lot of things. I do a lot of, uh, work. I have a work ethic. I put it up against anybody besides the rock the rock i think trumps me on the work ethic deal but um yeah i never thought this day would come and it's here 
and uh, I just wanted to share my experience with you. I shouldn't say my. I wanted to share mine and my girlfriend Katie's experience with you on this episode of the podcast. And like I said, I'm on father duty, so I'm gonna knock try to knock it out within 15 minutes. Then I gotta jump back in the house. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm <clears throat> almost at a loss for words, but I gotta find the words because I gotta feel this episode. But uh, so I'm gonna take you through the timeline from last week uh, because we spent Monday through Friday of last week in the hospital and give you a rundown without giving you too many ridiculous details. There's some funny pieces in there. There's some really uh, worrisome pieces in there. There is some uh, very uh, anxiety anxiety ridden ridden parts of this story. But uh, if you supported me through the first nine episodes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate your support. This is uh, me stepping out of my comfort zone and me putting myself first instead of doing a lot of work for other people. And uh, it's been fun. It's been an amazing experience. And and I'm not ending it here. I'm not saying that I I had a kid. My priorities have changed. Now I don't want to do the podcast. That's not what I'm doing at all. Uh, What I'm doing is I'm going to share, uh, before I share this story, I'm going to tell you that I am taking a two-week hiatus because I do need to be dad. I do need to be a father figure. And I do need to help uh, my girlfriend, Katie, uh, get everything in order. We're about to move move to a new house. I'm about to move studios. So this is the last episode in the garage. Uh, unfortunately, but this is the place where it all started, and this place holds a dear place, dear part in my heart. Um, it's a, a dear place in my heart, I should say. But uh, if I if I stumble over my words, it's because I've had no sleep, no sleep since last Tuesday, and, and I'm sorry, since last Tuesday. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna just try to get through it, and I'm gonna I want to give you guys my adventure. What I do here is I explain my experiences in life because I believe that's a big part of what you take with you when you, when you leave this world. And so I'm going to share my experience with you, uh, through my first child being born. And it was, it was an experience. So starting now, we got off, we went to the doctor last Monday and, um, Katie had been; she was forty-one weeks pregnant, and uh, done her done her deal. Uh, lasted throughout the entire term, and it was time to get induced because there was no signs she was having contractions. There was no signs of uh, imminent labor coming like ASAP. So uh, we went to the doctor for Monday morning. We saw the doctor. They checked her. Uh, then she came out and told me that uh, we would get a phone call. Uh, that day, either later that day or the next morning to, uh, go to the hospital and, uh, be induced. So we were expecting it. We got everything in order. We had our bags packed for like a month before this, because we originally thought, uh, little man was coming, uh, late September, but apparently he decided he wanted to come on his due date. And we'll get to that here in a second. But, uh, so around, one o'clock, we got a phone call and said, be at the hospital at 530. Let's get this thing going. So uh, that's when the anxiety starts kicking in. That's when uh, you you thought about that day for a long time. You've prepared yourself as much as you can for that day. But uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't think you can – you never – if you've never been through something, you can prepare yourself for it as much as possible. But you'll never know if you're fully prepared until the day comes. And, uh, when that day comes, you realize you haven't prepared at all. So 
Uh, we go to the hospital. It's we get there about five thirty. They we get in the room. Uh, be- beautiful facility. Beautiful facility. The staff was amazing. Um, and we start like going through the process, going through the paperwork, and they they start her on the uh, drip, and I can't remember all the medicines. Uh, and we just sit and we wait. And our family, my family's there. Her family's there. Uh, it's packed out. Uh, and nothing, nothing that entire day. We were waiting for the water to break. Uh, then we went to the night. Everybody left. It was just me and her. Uh, so I went to my parents' house to stay. And we uh, waited. And I kind of off and on sleep. Sleep wasn't too bad. Uh, it's never it's never easy to sleep in a hospital at all. But uh, we went to, I want to say, it's a weird situation because every time we had... Uh, our nurse's name was Cam, and she was amazing, amazing. One of my favorite nurses I've, I've ever had, like, in in a medical setting to the point where you're in, a, in an inpatient setting, I should say, in in a hospital. Like, she was one of the best. The two nurses in labor and delivery were two of the best nurses I've ever encountered. And I work in, I worked in healthcare for 15 years. And uh, so credit to both of them. It was uh, Kim and Stacy, or Cam and Stacy. And... Uh, if they see this awesome, if not, then I'm just telling you guys, they, they deserve all, all the, all the praise and, uh, glory, uh, for getting us through this. Cause they were a big part of it. Um, but, uh, every time the cam, the nurse would walk in, I would kind of wake up and then just see it was her and she'd wave me to go back to sleep and I'd go back to sleep. And, uh, around four forty-five in the morning, uh, I hear the call button hit and, I was thinking, oh, Katie just needs something. So I, uh, I said, are you okay? She didn't respond. Then somebody came over with a call button. They said, uh, hey, how, uh, how can I help you? And she says, oh, my water just broke. Uh, I, I just wanted to let you know. And I was like, like half awake, half asleep, just okay, okay. And then I, it processes. My water just broke. Oh, God. So I jump up, and the nurses come in. Uh, her water had broke. Uh, so now it's, now it's like go time. I, in my mind, I've never been through this. This is, so it's like go time having contractions. I give started giving her some, uh, pain medication for the contractions. Um, and, uh, the nurse says you might, it could be any time now she's eight centimeters dilated. It could, all we need to get her to 10 then it's time to start pushing and so I call my family, call her family. They all come up. It's like they get there at, I think I called them at 5.30 a.m. And they all, I think, I believe all of them made it up probably by 6.30, 6.45 a.m. So we're pumped. Uh, my anxiety comes. Uh, this is where the humor of the story comes into play. So uh, the anesthesiologist comes in to do the epidural. And uh, if you don't know what an epidural is and you never, like, you're not familiar with it, it's uh they put like a tube, small little tube in your back that hits, I think it goes to a nerve that kind of numbs you from the waist down. And uh, that's for uh, women having babies. And uh, the, he comes in and uh, keep in mind, I've been so stressed out. I mean, no, not to take anything away from Katie, but I've been so stressed out this entire time because she's she not that she has an advantage that she's been through this before, but I have a disadvantage because I've never been through this before. So I, I don't know. I've never been through this process. So everything is to the extreme to, for me. And, uh, we, uh, we, the, the anesthesiologist comes in, the nurse is in there and we all had to put on a mask 
and uh, I was like, well, I'll just I'll hold your hands in front of you, Katie, and you can just lean your head on head on my shoulder because you got you got to bend your back, like arch your kind of roll your shoulders forward and arch your back back, so uh, so they can get a clean like a clean line straight in, and like right as soon as like the guy gets the needle ready. And this is this I'm notorious for this if something happens to me. If something like if I ever like cut myself open where I have to have stitches or I tore I, when I tore my knee up, uh when I separated my shoulder, like I will get uh like this 10 minute wave of sickness, like sugars dropping uh pass out stage and uh and it gets ugly and if I don't sit down or find somewhere to cool off, I'll uh I'll pass out. And, uh, it's only for 10 minutes after that 10 minutes, everything's good. Everything's gravy. But this hit me right before. And I said, hold on guys. I, I think I need to sit down and they're very understanding the anesthesiologist and the nurse. And so I went and sat down the nurse stood there with Katie, which made me feel like a complete douchebag. And, uh, and he, and he got it and I started feeling better. The funny thing is I love, I don't can't remember this, this guy's name, but the anesthesiologist kept picking with me, like joking about me. Um, saying like oh you, you i thought i thought you were gonna be good you're one of those guys right and all this and that and i was just like man and i remember one thing i don't i can't remember what he said but he said one joke that was actually very funny and uh i was just trying not to pass out and he looked at me and he goes uh oh you don't that was pretty good you don't think that was funny i thought it was pretty funny and i was like no it's funny and it was just like so lighthearted and made so like it could have been so much worse like work experience for me, but he kind of made it. So thank you for that. Uh, it's a funny story because after, after I straightened out, cause like I said, it only lasts 10 minutes after I straightened out and I got my color back and I stopped sweating through my shirt. Um, I looked at him, I said, this, this is even funnier if you know what I do for a living. He's like, what's that? And I said, I work in an emergency room. And he said, wow, that's interesting. I said, I have for 15 years. So I don't know. It must just be when something, when something goes on with me. But or, or I thought it was always, I said, I thought it was always when, just when it was happening to me, but I guess that happens when I have a loved one that's, that's going through something as well. But just a funny story. So after the epidural, that was probably around seven fifteen in the morning. Um, she, we just wait, we wait, we wait, we wait, check, wait, check, wait, check, wait, I roll around till six thirty in the afternoon and, uh, the midwife's tells us that, listen, you're still eight centimeters dilated and he's kind of turned a certain way. And he's, I think he's pretty big and we might have to do a C-section to where, uh, Katie really didn't care for a C-section. Uh, she, I think it was just the surgery aspect of it that I don't want to speak for her, but it was a surgery aspect of the C-section that kind of scared her. And, um, and understandably so, understandably so. And I, I just took into my thought process is what I, the way I do it at, at my job and that is, uh, we, we do this every day. And when you, when you don't experience something like this, or you don't do have this process of C-sections or surgeries or taking care of someone that's having a heart attack or a stroke or having seizures, uh, we in the healthcare field do this every day. So it's nothing new for us. So our anxiety and our fear is minimal to what people that are just experiencing it like a one-time thing. Uh, and that's what I kept telling myself, and that's what I kept trying to teach or preach to Katie. And eventually, she understood, and and it was for the safety of her and the baby. And uh, we decided to do a C-section. And uh, I'm getting a little long-winded, but this this is an amazing story. Um, so they come, they bring me the suit. Uh, Katie's good. 
Uh, they give her some medicine. Uh, they're going to, they tell me they're going to take her in and it's going to be about 15 minutes and then they'll bring me in. So I take her in, give her all the medicine, prep her for surgery, clean the area and all that stuff. Then they'll come get me and I can sit at her head. And, uh, and I was like, okay, so I'm in this full garb with zipped up to the top with this white, like, um, what's it called? Uh, like a hazmat suit without, without, without the big headpiece. And I got my, my footies on, uh, hazmat suit, got my mask kind of pulled up. I got my, my cafeteria, uh, head, headdress on. And, uh, I'm just standing there out in this hallway by myself <laughs> with nobody around. And I'm like, I haven't, like, I'm, I'm, my anxiety is killing me right now. I'm, I feel like I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. And, uh, so I just start taking selfies on my phone of my, and trying to fix my hat to where it looks cool. Cause I know they're probably going to take pictures. As stupid as that sounds, it helped. It helped big time. And, uh, and then I just started scrolling through Facebook, just trying. Cause I know, cause I know when I scroll through Facebook, time passes quick. That was my, that was my mindset. And, uh, before long, doors the the automatic doors open. Uh, the anesthesiologist came came out and was like, "You ready to come in?" And I come in, and uh, that was very is a very surreal moment. And uh, that Katie was laying there, um, she was nervous. Uh, I mean, rightfully so, had every bit to be. But uh, we got through it, and uh, you worry, even though you know that. You're telling yourself, you're, I mean, if you believe in uh, God or spirituality, uh, you tell yourself it's in his hands. He's, he's taking care of it. That's what we were telling ourselves. And, uh, yeah, you know you know that everything's going to be okay, but there's still that that hint of doubt. And uh, But you, but I kept, I kept telling myself I can't show that because Katie's right here. And when I show that to her, it's going to just increase her anxiety, increase her fear. And I have to be like positive and, uh, and I have to just keep telling her that it's, it's, it's almost done nine months of carrying this baby and heartburn and nausea and, uh, not being able to get around and all that is almost done. And then we'll have this little angel in front of us. And, uh, then after about 20 minutes of them working and me sitting there, that's when you hear the crying and the baby. And, uh, in that moment, like it's true. In that moment, life changes. And it did. Life changed. And uh, he came out, and thank God he was C-sectioned out because he was 9 pounds, 10 ounces. Uh, amazing. Beautiful. And... Uh, Sorry.
it was an awesome experience. And uh, I got to take pictures. I won't share them on here. Uh, those are for personal personal things. But uh, then, uh, then we went to recovery. After all that, you have, like, it's like a whirlwind of emotions like this. And uh, you get through it, go to recovery, and then you see the family, and that's amazing. And, God, get yourself together, Patrick. Then, uh... Then back to the humor. So that was the emotional part. Then back to the humor is we have this baby now. And uh, everything hits you. You realize you're not going to get any sleep. You're not going to... You're not going to rest. You... Even though I have a lot of work to do. Like this podcast. Like a bunch of stuff for PWX. uh, Like weddings that I filmed. Like all that. Uh... It's going to be even harder than it was before. And it was hard before with everything that I do. Um, but uh, we get to our room on Mother Baby that is substantially smaller, but still very nice facilities. Um, and we have an IV pole that will not shut up the entire night. So night one, I'm not going to get into a lot of details because I've already went on. And this is what, that's what people wanted to hear. And that's what I wanted to share, that experience. Because once again, I'm an experience-based person. And that experience, if you get to experience it, and I hope you don't have to go through the C-section thing. I hope it can be uh, like a natural delivery. But that experience is so incredible. And spiritual and emotional. And like... Every everyone should. People used to tell me when I used to tell people that I'm okay with not having a kid, and uh, they used to tell me, "No, you need to experience it." It's a. Like you need to experience. It's an amazing. It's an amazing moment, and it was, and I did. But uh, back to the humor part of it. Sorry, I'm trying not to get too emotional. Uh, back to the humor part of it, the IV pump w- kept going off so, every five minutes. So eventually where I sat in the chair and I just reset the button every time it did it until they finally stopped it at like five in the morning. So no sleep the first night. Uh, you're trying to take care of baby. Uh, the I will say changing a newborn's diaper is was... Huh. was kind of nasty, but nowhere near as nasty as I thought it was going to be. And uh, I used to have this fear of breast milk. I don't know why, but that that like disintegrated as soon as my baby was born. And uh, the the rest of the stay was pretty good. The rest of the stay was pretty good. Uh, still have had no sleep. We we found the routine of uh, found the routine of having a baby. Uh, so when the baby wakes up, you have to change him first, then feed him, and then he sleeps. Change, feed, sleep. Because if you feed, change, try to sleep, it's not going to work. And at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, you have to hit that routine right on the dot so you can get at least two more hours of rest or one more hour of rest. But, uh, but yeah, and he's doing great. Had his first checkup uh, yesterday, which I'm filming this on Tuesday, so I apologize for it getting out a little late. 
once again, my schedule has been hectic as hell, but, um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's an experience. It's an amazing experience. It's, uh, life changing. And I will say as much as I, as much as I preached against it, uh, priorities change. They do. I will continue doing this Tuesday special podcast because this is this is me. This is my like me expressing myself. This isn't me harnessed through another entity. This isn't me harnessed through uh, my work representing another company. This is all Patrick Price. This is all me. I'm behind the logos. I'm behind the videos. I'm behind the filming. I'm behind the audio. I'm behind the website. Uh, there's no one else, and there won't be anyone else except for my supporters. So uh, if you'd like to support it. Uh, this isn't a plea, a cry for I need money because I don't. Uh, I just it helps me get cool shirts like this that will be going on sale later this week at uh, TuesdaySpecial.com. You can get the shirt uh, uh, printed by Threadforge Apparel Company, uh, the best. Uh, they'll be fifteen dollars plus shipping and handling. And uh, if you want to support monetarily, you can go to uh, Patreon.com backslash Patrick Price. And uh, support. We have three three different setups. I don't feel like going over them right now because I got to get back in the house and take care of this baby. But uh, but yeah, uh, I didn't want to leave another week because I don't I don't want to go a full month without posting episode. And I will and I will be giving updates. So if you follow like you just go to the Patreon page and you don't even if even if you don't support, just just subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Tuesday Special on uh, Facebook. Uh, and I will be doing video updates. I won't be releasing episodes, but I will be doing video updates. And I'll keep you updated on how Garrison's doing uh, and Katie and, and the family. And uh, eventually I might even, if he, if he consents, I'll throw a cute little photo up of him. Uh, but just go uh, go and follow. Yeah, go and subscribe to our YouTube for all the updates. Uh, even Like I said, even if you don't feel like you want to give two dollars or five dollars or ten dollars to the patreon page just keep going there because i post stuff there all the time and it's a good it's a good way to build our what i'm what i want what i'm calling the tuesday community and uh the that's another thing this is all about is building a community of positive individuals that want to see every each other succeed and if you need that positive uh, reinforcement is there and uh thank you to brad seth and smalls for supporting through patreon uh, i'm hoping to get a few more people to jump on because so we can start building this thing uh yeah and once again i try i, I told myself i was going to do this without getting emotional but i didn't so i apologize and uh yeah this has been uh i just wanted to put this on tape i want to put this out there so thank you for listening and thank you for your support. And uh, if you have a friend, family member, or a partner in crime, tell them about the Tuesday Special Podcast. Regular episodes will be back in two weeks with guest Corky Franks. Thank you guys for your support. Love, love every single one of you. Now let me go change this dirty diaper. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to... Tuesday special podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> Leave a like on this video and um and comment down below. Oh yeah.